This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.43. It's time for today on Twitter, where hashtag Swatch is trending. I'm not sure this needs explaining. I think um, it's been reported far and wide, but I'll just give a, a summary. So the Home Ministry raided some Swatch outlets and confiscated items from its Pride collection. Uh, if you've seen the pictures making the rounds, then you'll know that it's quite a pretty watch, actually. It's a, it's a, it's very colourful. So the face... Is the face a rainbow? So the some strap have is the, a rainbow. Some have the face as a rainbow. Others mm. have it on the strap. Basically, rainbow detailing in many parts of the watch. Right. So uh, these watches were seized from outlets in the Klang Valley, including huge malls, Pavilion, Wanutama, Pyramid, Mid Valley. Uh, meanwhile, stores in KTCC, Aeon, KB, Aman Central, Aman Central, Kedah, uh, City Square, Viva City Kuching were issued warning notices. And um, actually, Swatch has responded to this quite quickly. Its group CEO, Nick Hayek Jr., said, uh, we strongly contest that our collection of watches using rainbow colours and having a message of peace and love could be harmful for whomever. whomever. On the contrary, Swatch always promotes a positive message of joy in life. This is nothing political. Uh, we wonder how the Home Ministry will confiscate the many beautiful natural rainbows that are showing up thousand times a year in the sky of Malaysia. Uh, a response that has been also tweeted far and wide. <laughs> so yeah, clearly it's not about rainbows. It's about the word pride and its association with, uh, you know, the LGBTQ movement, uh, especially in the West, uh, that, you know, that speaks about the empowerment of a sexual minority, right? So, so can I just add that mm. the, the final layer to all of this is actually that um, this was associated with Coldplay, right? Um, sort of quite bizarrely. Someone made an association Someone made with an Coldplay. association yeah. um, on social media that this is linked to Coldplay's support for the LGBTQ plus community. Go on, Sharad. Yeah, well, you know, the, people are making that association and it's probably a political move, right? It's a continuance of this idea that anything that comes from the West, right, where there is a general consensus and maybe other parts of the world as well, Singapore now, Vietnam, India, where you can't discriminate against people uh, who you, you categorize as a sexual minority. You can't do that. You no longer can legitimately, you know, nail them to the cross or burn them at the stake or, you know, or, uh, or jail them as, you know, happened for many years or chemically castrate them as was a practice even in the West for a couple of years. So, so the consensus there has changed about what it means for this uh, um, community to exist in society. That's not a consensus that we currently have in this country, though I think tolerance is probably the mainstay of the actual people people's responses to this. But what is it? It just become part of this political game. So you see it all the time and it keeps coming back in different forms. And I think the raid on the Swatch, an extraordinary uh, show of force. You think that human trafficking was involved, the child labor was involved, or drug smuggling. The amount of energy that came in this coordinated raid across the country is extraordinary. 
So if we look at the tweets, there are both people calling out this, uh, but also people coming out and saying things in support of the fact that action was taken. And I think that really does reflect the kind of responses an issue like this elicits, right? So if we look at people criticizing the move by the government, we have, for instance, um, Amira saying, my biggest concern about this is the ambiguity of what's considered harmful. This is a slippery slope. Are we going to start raiding all shops that sell anything with rainbow or pride painted on it? including small businesses. Number two, we're sending a message that it's not safe for brands and companies to operate in Malaysia. The minister has to explain the government's stand on this matter. And where do we draw the line? Well, on the other hand, you have people uh, like, for example, Pemike Malaysia, who says, unpopular opinion. I follow Western politics and can confirm that the left initially started with rainbows. Sure, it was harmless. Then they had rainbow marches. Before you know it, their movement spread into politics and education. Uh, They then go on to kind of enumerate a number of things that are wrong with the Western civilization. Essentially, yes. Um, And its association with rainbows and then says, so no, thank you. You can be a rainbow all you want, but keep it to yourself. Yeah. What does it mean to keep it to yourself, though? And if this is an issue of human rights, you know, um, does the line between, you know, according uh, sexual minority rights, uh, you know, we say, well, it's not universal, doesn't apply to everybody. Uh, So I I think that there is a real confusion as to what this is. This, uh, you know, this movement, as it's called, is essentially one of human rights. And I think that's how it's seen in the West and progressive countries. And it's seen in India and it's seen in Vietnam, it's seen in Singapore. Singapore no longer can play this game of uh, persecuting sexual minorities as proof of one's virtue. So I think there are a number of things here, right? The simple response to this, which is also the response that you often hear about when you know concerts are decried, is if you don't like the watch, you don't have to buy it, right? And that's perhaps one easy way to push back at these arguments. But I think there are larger arguments about um, what we mean when we say brands need to think about uh, local sensitivities or issues. Well, okay. one one thing that we haven't discussed yet is the fact that by and large, uh, the perspective of people who support the raid or who oppose having pride anything um, of any sort in the country at all is the belief that it is a corruption, right? Fundamentally, because we haven't talked about yet. About and the that promoting yet. of yes. those values. Um, that it's not simply something that is there. It is some sort of active promotion. This also tends to be the mindset that informs why anything gets banned in our country, whether it's films or you know concerts, whatever else it might be. And I think that the problem with that is it is incredibly hard to push back on that because um, to your point, Sharmila, I might not want to buy the watch, but then um, if you believe that it it simply being there is in and of itself a promotion of something, uh, then the argument becomes it shouldn't even be here. And I think that there is a lack of distinction about what is legal or not legal. Okay, so that, so this comes back to the question of, I mean, the kind of logical conclusion, if a watch with a pride symbol is corrupting, what about the person who is, in fact, LGBTQ? What do you do with that human person in society? Do you uh, take them out of society? Do you imprison them? Do you, you know, expel them from the country? Because, obviously, their presence is also, uh, you know, a statement against who you are, against your values, right? So we have a slippery slope in this argument that really leads to really the elimination and annihilation of a segment of the population. It is deeply troubling 
the, the, the pushback on that is tolerance of difference. You don't like it. You can tell people around you, that your loved ones, you shouldn't go this way. This is not right. But why do you get to decide how everybody else lives? So we are talking about the swatch watches that were confiscated by the Home Ministry and Forces uh, for having um, rainbow designs um, from the Pride collection specifically. Well, we're asking you, is it fair for us to expect international brands to adjust for local sensitivities? You can call 77332900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Boyish 40-something millionaires. BFM 89.9. It is coming up to 5.55. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Sharad and Lynn. And on today on Twitter, we've been discussing the seizing of swatch watches, particularly those with rainbows on them. And so we've been asking you, is it fair for us to expect international brands to adjust for local sensitivities? Send your thoughts through. You can call us. You can send us a voice note. You can WhatsApp us. You can tweet us. We have a number of thoughts coming through on this. Yeah, I think, in fact, we can start with a voice note that came through. Uh, this is from TIDJ. Are we saying that the banning of rainbows is related to a certain watch brand? Um, it certainly feels that way, that they're going to try to ban all forms of rainbows. However, I feel that uh, this is a temporary thing. Uh, no rainbows will be banned. It's just... A move, a strategic move that needs to be done for some upcoming events. TIDJ, thanks for that. Um, thanks for that deeply coded <laughs> message. It, it, it Evasive. Was, yeah. <laughs> just say it, man. Just say it. Well, I, okay, just to say that Sinhan is kind of uh, supporting that in some ways, basically drawing the comparison to elections. Uh, yeah, um, upcoming and elections. Upcoming elections and whether this is just a political bargaining chip. Uh, well, I mean... Uh, one does find that this sort of rhetoric uh, increases as elections are on the corner. So I suppose uh, that's something many of us keep thinking about. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, just very quickly, Amira made a very important point. I think we might want to circle back to it at some point, which has to do with the signal that this is sending out in terms of what business and how Malaysia wants to operate, right? It's, a, it's not just a domestic story. It's an international story in the sense that we're showing a particular face to the world. We have Roberto saying, I wonder if the next store to be raided is going to be Apple for selling their bright straps. Sorry for branding and brands. You're not alone, Roberto. Lots of people have already said, oh, oh, well, I have this strap. So, you know, um, I, I think that that's certainly something that's come up. Um, we do also, I think, have this from Michael, who says, just a point of view, playing devil's advocate regarding the don't like, don't buy view. Can books, can bookshops advertise and sell Mein Kampf? And uh, Michael, I have a factual answer to that before we address kind of your, your larger philosophical point, because actually in Malaysia, they can. So in some countries, the book is banned. But I have seen this book in almost every bookstore um, here. Every time I see it, I, I have a. I remember it because, of course, it's banned in so many other countries, but you can buy it here. So, I mean, a clear example that 
um, offense or quote unquote uh, objectionable material is selectively applied, right? It's not something that's blanket. It's so subjective. Um, we have Rish actually connecting a, um, connecting this to something that we were talking about earlier. Rish says, the irony of things, the authorities know about ongoing online and banking scams, yet they take months to look into it, bouncing complaints to other parties and so on. But the moment someone sells rainbow themed watches, they can, land, uh, they can launch nationwide level coordinated raids <coughs> that can even leave the Avengers in shame. Yeah, so I think that's another frustration of people who might not be pro-LGBTQ rights and what, but who are saying, is this and should this be the priority of the government now, right? The Home Ministry is a, is a major ministry that is in charge of a lot of things, uh, security especially. So the question is, why was so much effort and investment put into this particular raid when when think of any number of things that are important and timed for opening of this parliamentary session with so many other things are being discussed of importance. Keep those thoughts coming. You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us and keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.